Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. It's Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts into January of the new year. And we're going to talk about the Great Resignation Yes. If you haven't heard that term yet, we're going to get into that a little bit and uh, and see how it could have an impact on you or some loved ones and talk a little bit about what's happening in the world. Phil, welcome to 22, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Looking forward to the new year. So. Yeah. You feel a year older yet? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. It hasn't hit me. It, it will. It well, will. As, as winter starts to take full force. That's right. Winter starts to get worse. <laughs> tax yeah. season hits and it's all, all that. Yeah. That's probably when you get really tired, right? Yeah. yeah. Tax season. So um, it's the new year, right? And <laughs> we all do resolutions and I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to eat better and I'm going to give up whatever, you know, and I'm going to get my finances in order. So yes, I'm sure yes. for the next couple of weeks. We'll be talking about some of those kinds of things, but I wanted to talk about this Forbes article, uh, the Great Resignation. Have you have you heard that term? Have you seen this? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yep. Interesting, it, right? It had some clients go through it, so it's it's kind of interesting. This whole very true, very true. Well, if you're not familiar with and, and what's going on, so yeah, still, yeah. I mean, now, exactly. you know, we're almost what two years later, and, two years later, right? And it's probably going to continue into right? 22 as well. So, yep. uh, droves of workers, if you're not familiar with those folks, are retiring early. You've probably seen this on the news: people quitting their jobs left and right, taking a break, or changing career paths. Uh, it's be it's become known as the Great Resignation. And on this episode, we're going to highlight some of the key takeaways. Now, if you go to the uh, the show notes will have a link to the Forbes article so you can check that out as well. And that way, if you want to kind of read it and follow along a little bit, but we're going to explore some of the impacts that uh, it's having on really just age groups kind of across the board and just kind of look at some of these things. And of course, Phil, I want you to kind of share your takeaways, advice, agree, disagree, you know, whatever it is that you kind of feel like on that. So let's start with a couple of key points. Um, there's a small sample size here, 4.2 million people, quit their job back in October, right? That was a big yep. news story. Uh, and it was not like being let go, like, you know, the closing no, just, businesses, they were walking off the job. Yep. A lot, a lot of people leaving their jobs. And I've heard um, that kind of continue too from November, I think. Even. Yeah. So it's, you know, uh, how long that continues, we don't know. I just saw a few, I don't have the December numbers, but I saw there was quite a bit in December as well. Now yep. it's unknown just how long these people may or may not stay out of work, which is having obviously these ripple impacts to, you know, when people get frustrated, right? When they can't find stuff at the stores or whatever, this is all part of that, you know, kind of uh, cyclical beast <laughs> that is yeah. the global economy. Uh, have you had some of you, you mentioned some clients, have you had some clients or their children approach you? about retiring early or changing careers because of everything that's happened in the last two years. And they're like, you know what, I'm, this is a sign. It's time for me to do something different. Yeah. I mean, I've had several clients that have decided to retire early because of it. You know, okay. they're, they've been in the scenario, maybe working at home. They've gotten comfortable at that. Their, their company has started to make the shift and transition of back in the office. And they's like, no, nah, I, you know, I think I'm I don't want to go back. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going back in. I, I kind of liked working at home and, you know, you know, got used to that and I was close to retirement and we've had the discussion. Does it work? And yeah. it did for them. So yeah. Yes, That's I've funny. Had a couple of clients that did not want to make that transition back into the, the physical office space. 
Yeah, my brother just said that to me last night, actually. Uh, we were shooting some pool, and uh, I said, he's 63. And I said, when, you know, so, you know, when are you thinking about retiring? As, as the new year's approaching, you know, we were just kind of chatting about it and they're yep. new years upon us and all that kind of stuff. And he said, uh, well, I know one thing I don't want to drive. He's like right now, as long as I can save working from home, yep. I'll, I'll stay working. But if they make me go back to an office, I'll probably be done. So, and I have, I have several more clients that are in that boat right there, or they're, they're in that position. We've had the discussion of, you know, yeah, I think I'm okay. They were maybe going to retire actually at yeah. this point, but they're like, you know what? Hey, if I can continue to work at home, I don't mind it. It's, you know, gives me something yeah. to do still. And, you know, this is great. I'll, I'll do this as long as they'll pay me, Right. <laughs> you it's know, like at least maybe another anymore. year or two. So, <laughs> yeah. but as soon as like, they want me to come back in, no, I'm done. Yeah. Well, especially with gas prices, right? So right, exactly. With gas, yeah. gas prices where they're at. So I've got a couple of takeaways here, Phil, I want to get into from this article and from just this whole great resignation scenario. Uh, first, we'll start with social security. So <laughs> takeaway number one, taking a break from social security that could be cutting into your long-term benefits. So taking a break from social security, what does that mean? Well, you don't have a job, right? So you're not feeding the you're system. Not, yeah. You're not paying in anymore to social security. So for most people, it's probably not going to have an effect. Okay. Um, and people often get confused with social security and pensions, you know, pensions right. very often are, are geared more towards your last five years or 10 years or whatever highest five or highest 10 type of scenario. You know, so they're thinking, well, you know, if I, if I retire early, how does that affect it? Mm-hmm. Social security doesn't look at it that way. They look at the top 35. It doesn't matter when those happen. You know, if you already have the top 35, okay. yeah. you know, and you're, yeah, granted, if you continue to work, you're, you're earning at a higher level, you know, it may have a slight effect, but you know, in, for most people, it's not going to have a dramatic effect. They're not going to see a significant decrease in their benefit. Well, let me um, ask probably you. Probably won't even change it at all. Do you see that as a concern for some, maybe not for people over 60, but what if you're between 50 and 60, which is typically peak earning years? Yes. Yeah. So if you're younger, absolutely. It's something to consider. You know, you're, you're going to change some of those peak earning years, you know? So if you don't have your top 35, somebody in that age group, you know, they might still in that 35 year period of time, they're looking back to some, you know, jobs they had in college you know, even potentially. So, I mean, you're, you know, yeah, you're absolutely now replacing some of those very low earning years or, or at least the the early part of your career when you were at your, your lowest earning level. My brother being at 63, it may not bother him as bad, but me at 50, you know, if I was to, if I was to walk away for six months or a year or two, which, you know, who knows what people are doing with this great resignation that could have a serious impact on my overall social security numbers when I get to you know, 62 or 65 or whatever. Yeah. So the younger you are absolutely is going to have a bigger effect on on what that number would be. And we're seeing that there's a lot of people that have left their jobs that are in their thirties and forties. It's not just the 20 year olds that were like, I'm done with this low paying job. Right. That were, there's been a lot of that, but it's actually been across the spectrum. It's been 20 year, 30, 40, 50 year olds, a lot of people changing. Um, okay. So takeaway number two, that was social security. Number one, two, number two here, the 401k, uh, isn't necessarily a rainy day fund. I think a lot of people probably have looked at that and said, I'll take the penalty, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll use that money to live on or whatever, while I figure out what I want to do next. Yeah. And it's a couple of points to consider there. Number one is you'd mentioned it, the penalty. So you're not only paying tax on the income coming out, any money coming out of that 401k, right. 
but you're also paying a 10% penalty if you're under 59 and a half, you know, so you start adding up your federal, the state, if you're in a state that has tax and that 10% penalty, you know, you could easily lose a third to a half of that distribution just in taxes. So, I mean, that that can eat through a pretty sizable 401k quick, you know, so you have to take that into account, you know, and the, and the other piece of it too, is that when you're pulling money out, it's hard to get money back in. You know, it's not like a, a normal investment account that, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to pull it out. And I, I know I've got, you know, this inheritance coming or some other income or assets coming that I'll replace right. the money later. 401ks retirement accounts don't work that way. You're limited how much you can put in each year. Well, and, and it's also you, hurting your, your, um, your investment time, right? Yeah, yeah. Even beyond that, just having that money out, you've lost earnings on it for that yeah. period of time. Even if you were to put it back. So, well, well, check this out, Phil. So, a shocking stat: thirty percent of people uh, with at least yep, fifty thousand dollars in their retirement accounts took a four hundred one k loan in twenty twenty. So, how often, you know, is this a good idea to take? We've talked about it a little bit before taking yeah. a loan against your four hundred one k. I mean, if you have no other choice, I suppose that's one thing. But right. Is that something that you advise or that you talk through? Yeah, I mean, it, it's an option. I mean, if you absolutely need money, there's no other source. Um, a loan is better than a distribution. You right. know, a loan, you can always repay. Um, it's okay, not taxable. Right. Um, you know, so I mean, you do have more options. Um, and it doesn't cause that tax or penalty that we spoke of. Um, it but seems like it's hard to pay day, yourself back, though, right? Like, that's yeah. the... Well, most 401ks, the, that, the loan is only going to apply if you continue to work there. I mean, that's one of the requirements. Okay. Yeah. You know, and that's actually one of the downsides, too, to consider is that if you do take a loan out and then you end up leaving either voluntarily or not, that loan has to be repaid at that point oh, yeah. or it's taxable. You know, oh, so yeah, if that's you, true. If you, if you took the loan and then got downsized. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you took a $20,000 loan, because I want to buy a car, you know take 20, yeah. 30, whatever it is out of the 401k and you're going to pay yourself back. I mean, that's not a bad option necessarily something to consider, but the, the big problem there is if you do end up leaving voluntarily, even all of a sudden you've got to deal with that loan and you better have cash to repay it. Otherwise gotcha. you're going to get hit with a huge tax bill and penalties on that money because it's considered a distribution. Let's stick with the, the 401k conversation and go into sure. takeaway number three, and that's taking it with you. Okay. So if yes. you do, if you do walk away and you do resi- you know, resign and go someplace else or thinking about going someplace else or whatever, whether it's six months or a year or whatever it is that you're doing, uh, don't leave it behind. We've talked many yes. times about orphan 401ks, yep. uh, some highs, some points, some things to ponder uh, for there, Phil. Yeah. I mean, it's never a good idea just to leave it at the company, you know, um, some companies are, are fine with um, giving you all the same options that you had when you were an employee. It doesn't really change anything. There's a lot of plans, though, that actually will maybe restrict your investment options. You know, right. so you don't have all the options. You're only you know, set to this certain uh, number of funds. And it's just very difficult to start to manage, if you, especially if you've had two or three employers. You know, now you've got a little bit here and there, and it's, it's hard to remember, okay, well, where's the money and how much do I have? And, you know, who's managing it? There's there's no plan being followed. So it's true. Yeah. generally a good idea to, to accumulate those together into your own IRA. Um, you know, and, and now you've got better control in implementing a plan and managing them in a more consistent fashion. So, And your fees, right? I mean, typically you're just... Yep 
dealing with less of an issue and control. I mean, like I said, it comes really down to control with that because why, why leave it behind where you don't have any say, right? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't have any say and your options are just typically limited. I mean, even if there's 20 options in the 401k, there's, you know, a ridiculous amount. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a much more broad range of options that you have once, once you've left uh, the 401k world. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Employers, plan sponsors, they want to limit that. Um, They don't want to be responsible for opening up the the Pandora's chest to you, so to speak, and saying, pick at what you want. So they they want to limit that, you know, but maybe they're could be some better options than what they're providing you outside of the, the I mean, I think there typically so. is, right? Because again, just yes. for those two reasons alone, just the fees and the control alone. So right. just don't yep. leave it behind, basically. If you have yep. pulled the trigger, it. yeah. If you have pulled the trigger and you've moved on to something else or you're in between, uh, get it, bring it with you. Yep. Uh, and, and definitely, we had an email question on a show I was doing the other day, Phil. And it kind of fits with this a little bit, basically mm-hmm. saying, hey, I'm starting a new job. Why don't I just take the old 401k and roll it into the new company's 401k? And you can certainly do that. And that eliminates that taxable event. But the advice given was really consider taking it and putting it in your own IRA and not right. rolling it into the company just for the same reasons you just gave. Yep. Fees, control, yeah. um, all of the above access. Options. Yeah. You know, I mean, once they're in a 401k, you're kind of limited then to, to being able to pull that money out until you leave that job again. And both so, scenarios like, are a non-taxable event. As long as you correct. do it properly, you're not, correct. you don't have to worry about that, whether you rolled it to your own IRA, IRA or, yep, or yep, current 401k. So as long okay. as they're done the proper way, trustee to trustee transfer, you didn't actually touch the money. You're good. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, takeaway number four, the great resignation seems tailor-made for early retirees, as we talk yep. about retirement dreamers. But let's talk about a couple of things to be beware of if you are, uh, you know, okay, like my brother, 63, right? So yep. we'll use him as an example. He's still two years away from the big one, in my opinion, which is yes. medical coverage, right? Yes. Yeah. Healthcare is always a, a very large consideration, you know, can be an expensive consideration. Um, if you're pre 65, you haven't hit Medicare eligibility yet, because now you've got to look at how am I going to bridge that gap? Um, and unfortunately there's no inexpensive or even comparable to what Medicare from a cost standpoint could be, you know, um, very often your, your best option is a company plan, a Cobra coverage. If, if that's available to you, isn't always uh, available. Right. So you, you just have to look at that scenario to see. And, and and with, you know, with look, with the pandemic stuff, with the coronavirus and so on and so forth, whatever your stance is about it, you know, we don't have to get into all that. But yep. if you were to get ill and you had no coverage, what's your plan? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, uh, and, Go, and going maybe, without coverage is not a good option. I mean, maybe yeah, it bothers no. you you know, virtually not at all, or maybe it seriously causes some havoc on you, right? It seems to affect everybody, you know, quite differently. So whether it's that or any other illness, that's certainly a consideration. If you, you know, Hey, you're saying, okay, this has all happened. You know, they're going to make me go back to work. I don't want to, you know, I liked working from home. So I think I'm just going to quit. Well, what if you're 58, right? Well, you know, I say I went 63, but what if you're 58, a, you don't have early social security yet and you can't access some of these accounts, Phil, we just talked about because you're not 59 and a half. Yeah, there's a lot of considerations. Don't make these decisions lightly and just jump into it. Um, understand the facts, you know, understand based on where we're at, does it work? You know, can I make it work 
knowing all the other obstacles. If I retire yeah. earlier than Social Security eligibility at 62, not to say 62 would even be the right option if, if you're like your brother's age at 63 even. You know, sure, he could take Social Security then, but he can, still right, yeah. that's not the right option for him. It's best for him to wait till 67 or 70. Yep. And that's you know, his, so how that's are you going uh, to bridge that gap? You know, yeah. are you going to wait four years and spend your money? And see, yeah. it really, it comes back to, you talk about it all the time. It comes back to having a plan, understanding how these pieces fit together. You know, Medicare or medical expense, that's a huge number, you know, yeah. for a married couple, not uncommon to be looking at, you know, a thousand to 1500 a month for coverage. And it's not going to be good coverage typically. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you find yourself in the crosshairs, right. Or the crossroads, whichever way you want to look at it, if you're at the crossroads because you want to make this decision because of whatever is happening with the world and you decide you don't want to go back or do it anymore, or you don't really have a choice because you're in the crosshairs, either way, get with an advisor to talk about it, especially if you're over 50, right? If you're, if you're under 50, you know, you got to find something, you know, you've got to get back out there and work. So if you're over 50 and you're kind of in this in between, maybe can I, you know, is it possible? Do yourself a favor and sit down with a professional. Oftentimes folks, you can do this complimentary, right, Phil? I mean, just about every advisor I know will go through the initial process. There's no cost or obligation to it. So find out before you put yourself in a real pickle. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's better to, to know ahead of time, even though it might not be the decision or the option that you wanted. Yeah. But better to find that out up front than get into it two, three, four years and realize now I'm in deep trouble because I yeah. spent a lot of my 401k, you know, didn't have good health coverage, whatever the case is. And right. Now what do I do? And, and I'm four years older in the workplace, even though technically, yes, it's not supposed to age discriminate. I mean, the reality is that, you know, it does, you know, yeah. so I mean, the, the older you become, the harder it becomes to get back into the workforce. So exactly. exactly. So look, you know, again, like I said, just about every advisor will have these conversations complimentary. There's typically no cost or obligation to get things yep. started. So if you're considering, or like I said, or you find yourself in this great resignation period, reach out to a qualified professional. And of course you can reach out to Phil. If you're already checking out the podcast, you're already halfway there anyway. So give him a jingle, 248 uh, 7530. You can see that on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, 248-888-7530 or stop by philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. And thanks so much for hanging out. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. You can find it all at philstaxhacks.com. And, uh, you know, enjoy the new year. If you're making Absolutely. those resolutions. Happy new year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Make the resolution to uh, get yourself right financially as well. Phil, thanks for hanging out as always, buddy. Thanks. Have a great day. All right. We'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.